Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some of the strategies that I use to clean all the filters on my pool route. And you can implement this on your route if you have a lot of full-size filters and you're trying to get the filters done by and also maintain your pool route and service the pools on your account. It can be a little bit tough to do all the filters and definitely this strategy I think works really well for me and I've been doing this for a while now and it's been really effective. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I think the first question I get asked all the time is, how many filters can you do per day and still do your normal route? And that really depends on how many pools you have, how big they are, you know, this when you do your filter cleaning all these are definite factors and for me i've i've kind of found the sweet spot in my area in southern california of when to clean the filters and that's the month of march i use a whole month of march to clean them and then i i use a whole month of september maybe into a little bit of october if i have to and to me that's the sweet spot for the six month filter cleaning and there may be a few pools that need more uh, cleanings in every six months but typically in my area almost all the pools can go six months in between filter cleaning with some back washing with the filters of course in between that so my route consists of cartridge filters and de filters and that's typically all that I have on there and so the cartridge filters are all large cartridge filters are all the four quad cartridge type filters the smallest cartridge filter I have on my route is 320 square feet uh, maybe it's 300 square feet right, right around there and then, of course, I have larger ones that are, you know, 450, 460 square feet, 520 square feet. And so they last six months between cleanings very easily. D filters, I don't have anything below 40 square feet now. I used to have a couple 36 square footers, but those have been replaced. And definitely you want to make sure that you have the good size filters on your route. It makes the pools a lot easier to maintain. So back to the original question of how many filters you can clean per day. I think for me, the maximum I can do is about five or six filters per day and still do the normal route. Now, in March, the weather's pretty good in California. Sometimes we have some rain. Usually there's no wind. The pools are looking really good and no one's using them. And so you don't really have to clean the pools per se and do the filter at the same time. So I'll do a general, you know, quick cleaning of it. I won't do a full detail cleaning because I don't have time because I want to do the filter. And also in October, the season's over here, usually in September when school starts, all the kids are back at school. No one's really looking at their pool. And so, you know, right after Labor Day, I'll start the filter cleaning. I'll do a few before Labor Day, the ones that, you know, no one's using the pool and maybe the pools don't really, you know, are not really a problem. And I'll clean them a little earlier. So I might do those a couple weeks into August and get a few of them done to kind of get a head start. 
But typically, my filter cleaning starts right after Labor Day, which is usually September 1st, 2nd. This year was September 6th, which is a little bit later. Um, but then from then until part of October, I'll do the filter cleanings. And no one's using the pool. It's kind of hot still here this time of year, so it makes it a drag to clean them. But I don't want to do them later in October because then we get the Santa Ana winds. And it's really hard to clean the filters and do a wind pool cleanup at the same time. And besides that, when the filter's clean, the pool seems to do a lot better with the wind. And so I try to do them before the Santa Ana winds hit. And that's usually late October here, sometimes early November. So I want to get them all done before that happens. And typically, you know, if you're doing them late October or November here in California, you're in a big mess because of the winds that already hit have hit. And also the days are getting shorter. And so if you wait until actually daylight savings, you're going to be in a world of hurt because by 5 o'clock it's pitch black here in California. And you really can't do a lot of work after that time. And so you want to try to get your filters done in March. I'm talking for this state. It may be very similar in your state also. But in March and September slash beginning of October are optimal times to clean them. Because the pools don't need a lot of detail cleaning, and then you can really knock out the filters pretty quickly. So five or six are my maximum, I think, per day and without really getting burned out. So one of the things I do is I make sure I have plenty of D grids available. I have my back of my truck filled up with them. I also mark the previous filter cleaning. Like let's for say for example, I, I did the cleaning in March, of course, on that filter. And I'll note, okay, this filter is gonna need four new cartridges in September. So that eliminates that one from being clean because I'm discharging the customer for the cartridges and for the install. And then I'll also mark on there which filters need grids. You know, I may have changed one or two grids in this filter and I'll, I'll mark on here, this filter is going to need some new grids, maybe a whole new grid set. And so I know ahead of time before I break the filter apart, the state of that filter. Of course, you can't do this with a new account, but if you have accounts where you've cleaned the filter previously, keep a log of when you change the cartridges. I go about three years with the four cartridge type filters. If they're the Stay Right System 3 filter with the gigantic fil- uh, gigantic cartridge and the small one in the center, not really tiny, but a smaller one in the center, I go longer with those. Those seem to last about six to eight years. And one of the reasons why I go longer with those, besides the fact that they last longer, they cost a fortune and the customers don't really like getting a $600 cartridge bill Um, because they're super expensive, but they seem to last a lot longer than the regular four cartridges in there. The Quad D filters, those seem to last a long time too. I don't usually change those out until the bands really break a lot, and the material seems really good. So those go about four or five years. The grids typically will go about four years before I change all eight of them, and I may change a couple here and there in between that. Um, Four or five years with the grid ones. I guess the, the Quad D probably go a little bit longer than that now that i now that I think about it. But the greed ones definitely at, at the four-year mark, you want to change them. Or if the pool's having problems, you want to change them. You may not know the age of the filters because you just took over the account a year or two ago. But typically, if you've had the accounts for a long time, you can kind of gauge when you have to do them or change the parts out. Um, the elements out, I should say, is what they're called in the industry. And so keep a log of the last time you changed the cartridges and the last time you changed the grids. One thing you can do is take a Sharpie and write on the filter tank itself when you cleaned it, and that way you keep a log of it. And then you would log, of course, when you change the cartridges. You can write it on the filter also if you wanted to in an indiscreet area, and so you know that you changed the cartridges on this date. And that way you don't have to check anything. It's going to be written right there on the cartridge. 
And I like writing the date of the filter cleaning with a Sharpie on there. That way the customer knows I cleaned it. Some customers may not want you writing on the filter. So it kind of play it by a customer. There used to be a sticker that they made that goes on the filters. And it had you can put the dates on there. You could probably make one and, and get the material to put it on there. But I know that the suppliers used to have them. But I don't think anyone makes them anymore. Those were kind of convenient ways to log when the filter was cleaned. I think one of the best time-saving tools is the multi-torque socket set. So I carry this with me and I use it for all the filters. It definitely, it saves you a lot of time. You may not think it saves you a lot of time, but if you can save two minutes at each pool putting on the spring barrel nut, and especially with the Stayrite system, three filters, those eight clamps, it just saves you a lot of time assembling and disassembling the filter, taking the clamp off. And if you can save two or three minutes per filter, if you're doing five that day, you just shaved off, you know, 15, 20 minutes by using the multi-torque. And that definitely moves the needle. So the multi-torque socket set definitely is a must. It has, You can use it for just about every filter out there that they make, except for some of the older ones maybe. But the uh, socket set's great. You can go to their website. Just go to multi-torque.com. And you're going to see all the different sets they have there. Um, you can buy the three-pack. I think that's the most basic one. And then you can get the Hayward uh, filter one separately. Uh, that one you're going to need for some Hayward filters. Um, but those are definitely a huge time saver. So when it comes time to do the filters, I generally don't system back the pool because that takes a lot of time. First thing I do when I get there is I turn off the equipment. I get the lid off the filter and let all the water drain out, either with a backwash valve or through the drain if I have a cartridge filter. Then I'll go skim the pool, I'll check the chemistry, I may brush it. Again, you're not doing a full cleaning because you're going to be spending 20-30 minutes, 20-25 minutes back there cleaning the filter. And what I like to do is I like to kind of do one type of filter first. For some reason it works better this way, instead of doing like two DEs and three cartridge filters in one day. So I like to get all the DE filters done first because those are the messiest, most time consuming. They're the ones that take a lot of preparation, you know, you have to... Find an area to clean them where it's safe and you're not going to leave a, a giant mess behind. And you may have to go back the next week and hose off the deck again around the equipment. They're just a pain. And so I take care of the D filters first on my route. I'll clean them out. You can clean the D filters in three ways. You can take them apart, hose off each grid, which is the longest method and very time consuming. You can take the whole grid assembly out. So if you have an FSN plus, FNS Plus, Hayward, Jandy, jacuzzi filter let all the water drain out spend a little bit of time cleaning the pool and go back there and you can pull the whole grid assembly off the top manifold it may be a little heavy because of the dirt and de on there but generally you can get them off unless it's like really 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 coated on there and then you can take the whole thing out and hose it off intact you know the only time i take the filter apart generally is if i see a broken grid then i'll take it apart and clean it individually um, but it's really time-consuming to take it apart every time. And you can even clean it off in the tank. If you're in an area where you're not going to make a big mess, if the backwash valve is going into a P-trap, you can hose off the filter inside the tank and do a really good job with it um, in the tank if you know what you're doing and save some time there. But basically, the filters are going to be really time-consuming. And so I do those first because I have a lot of energy at the beginning and I want to knock those out. So the, those are the filters that I do first because psychologically I want to get those out of the way, kind of take the bad news first, I guess. And then I do the, the cartridge filters, which are easier. You know, I think 
For me, I'm faster at cleaning the cartridge filters than the filters, and they're not as messy. You know, you're hosing them off. You can find, you know, hose them off on the planters, hose them off over a drain, hose them off onto the grass, whatever you want to do. It's not nearly as messy. And for me, I find it more peaceful to clean a cartridge filter. I don't know if that makes sense. It's just more soothing than cleaning a D filter. I'm getting all messy and dirty from the DE everywhere. Of course, I wear an apron, by the way, so that I don't get too dirty. And then the cartridge filters, to me, are easier. And so I'll do all the DE filters, then I'll switch over the cartridge. I mean, there may be some exceptions there where I'm going to need to do a DE filter, you know, or the cartridge filter earlier if the pool's not running well. But generally, you know, I like to split it up so I'm not doing DE cartridge, DE cartridge. And for me, that seems to work out the best. I, f- I find it uh, a much more relaxing way to clean the filters. And besides that, if I'm doing all the DE first and then maybe something happens like an early sand in a windstorm or, you know, if I'm cleaning them in March and I get a lot of rain, then I'll have to, my timetables put back a little bit. But I'm not really that frustrated because all I have left is cartridge filters which makes it easier because I'll clean the cartridge filters and not be too frustrated. And so, you know, set it up that way. I think you can set it up however you want, but I think if you have a mix of D and cartridge filters on your route, I prefer cleaning the D filters to get them out of the way, and then I'll clean the cartridge filters. Another reason why I do this is that when I clean the D filters earlier, I'm going to be back washing them anyway a couple times, you know, one or two times maybe, during the season, depending on, you know, if it's summer or if it's the winter after the winds. And so having them cleaned earlier seems to be more effective than having them cleaned later. I find that to be this, the case. And whereas cartridge filters seem to last a long time. Now, I gave that six-month timetable, but I bet these cartridge filters can go a little bit longer. And so when I clean them a little later, if there's any kind of problems, and then I clean them again, you know, those kind of it kind of does better that way. And for my schedule also, if I have to delay the cartridge filter cleaning. So I think this is a really effective method. And psychologically, it really helps when you have all the DE filters out of the way. And then all you have left is cartridge. Now, if you hate cartridges and you like DE cleaning, then go ahead and reverse that. And so you get all your cartridge filters out of the way. And then you're left with DE filters, which I don't know why you would like cleaning DE filters over cartridge. But I prefer cleaning the cartridge filters over DE any day of the week. And I prefer the cartridge filter over D filter. But set it up how you want. But I found that breaking it up to where you have one type of filter and then the other type of filter seems to work really well. And also I'm not carrying all the D grids with me, you know, for a whole month. I only carry them for a couple weeks. And I can unload the back of my truck and not have the DE in the back of my truck. You know, a lot of DE back there. I usually carry three bags of it. And then all the cartridges, all the um, filter grids in my truck. And so typically, I'm also, again, as I mentioned, replacing some cartridges and some grids. I'll usually do the whole uh, DE grid filter assembly, where I'll, I'll replace all eight grids, top manifold, bottom manifold, and I drop that in there. I find that to be really effective in a lot of cases, especially if the filter is 8 or 10 years old, and they never change the top manifold. Just by the complete grid assembly, they have it for all the filters, and this is the all eight grids and the top and bottom manifold already assembled for you. So all you do is take out the old one and drop the new one in and you're done. So it makes it a lot easier than changing all eight grids or, you know, four grids or three grids here and there. And as far as the cartridges go, they take up a lot of room in your truck. So you want to kind of time it to where if you're doing, you know, four sets of cartridge exchanges or, you know, re- re- um, installs, I break it up by day. And so I may do a cartridge, you know, 
change the cartridges out, why I'm doing the D filters if it falls on a certain day, because you don't want to be carrying, you know, eight or eight or ten cartridges in your truck. It just takes up a lot of space. And so kind of break that up logically. But definitely you're going to have some car- new cartridges being put in, as well as changing some grids. Um, but bottom line, you know, find the method that works for you. I think it's virtually impossible to do a full cleaning of the pool and the filters and to do, you know, five or six filters every day to get them all done within a month. So you have to figure out the best time to do them, the best month to do them. And, you know, some guys break them up maybe over a two-month period. I don't like doing that. I just like knocking them out in one month. And it makes record-keeping a lot easier. And it makes the six-month period a lot easier, too, because then you're kind of cruising for six months in between the filter cleaning. So I don't like spreading them out for eight weeks. I like to get them all done in one month. And if you have the optimal month where you can do the filter cleaning and kind of not do a full service on that pool that week, and of course, use your judgment with the customers. If you have a customer that's like extremely picky, and if they notice that you didn't do a full service cleaning, you know, keep that in mind. But generally speaking, that time of year, March and, you know, after Labor Day in California, no one's really using their pool much. You may have a few people using it through September. But generally speaking, no one's paying a lot of attention to the pool after the summertime, and they're not paying attention before the summertime. I think overall filter cleaning is kind of a hassle for the pool pro, and I don't really like the filter cleaning season. Of course, you make extra money because you charge for it, but it's one of those things where it's like a drag to have to do the filters. And I guess you can sub them out. There's some guys that will put signs at the supplier that they'll just do the filters for you. That can get a little complicated, but if you just have a system down where you can do the filters and get them all knocked out within a month, I think that's the best best method or best practice of doing the filter cleanings in those areas where you do the six-month filter cleanings. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded on pool maintenance or filter cleanings or whatnot or pool service um, advice, you can definitely go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to an index of different podcasts that I recorded on all, all different subjects. And if you are in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.